Welcome to The Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella Dace, and after riding a workplace roller coaster, I was able to find my strength and motivation starting Ella Mazur Creative, a social media agency that coaches and manages businesses all over the world to take their Instagram to the next level. talk to you about the power of influence, how we learn from some and give to others. Welcome back to another episode of the Influence Podcast. My name is Ella and I am a social media manager and coach. And today I have a guest with me, which I'm very excited for. We were just having a little chat offline before about pregnancy and we're both due a day apart, which is <laughs> mental. Um, but thank you so much, Mia. And I would love for you to introduce yourself. Well, first of all, how crazy is that? February 21st and 22nd. <laughs> and we're both having girls. I feel like we're almost having the same baby. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so weird. But I am so excited to be here and to talk to you. I, just to share a little bit about what I do, I am a, first of all, I'm a huge introvert and I'm also a business coach for fellow introverts out there who want to start a business, quit their nine to five, quit the small talk, buy the coffee machines, the meetings, all of those social interactions mm-hmm. that I didn't vibe with. I hate uh, that. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no more meetings, please. No more small talk. So that's what I'm all about, you know, helping helping them start businesses and helping them enter the cozy pajama lifestyle, as I like to call yes. it. So. I love that. And you've just launched your brand new program. Yes, Cozy Business yes. Academy, because what else would I call it? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very excited I love that. about that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. If you go into Mia's Instagram page, you can have a look and it is just cozy vibes, but also so value packed. Like there's just so much incredible content on there. And um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about that she's actually got pinned as one of her posts is talking about 10K months. So I'll get her to give you some tips around that, especially if you are starting out. I know that I am a massive introvert. So it's everything that she puts out resonates with me so much. I'm glad. That makes me so happy. That is the goal. <laughs> but tell us a little bit about how how are you? How's your day? What are you up to? I am. I'm really good. My baby girl's kicking at the moment. I'm like, oh. I'm drinking coffee and talking and she really loves that. Um, but I am really good. Um, should, should I share my story? Was that what you yeah. asked? Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> Pregnancy brain. I can't even like... <laughs> I know you finish a sentence and you're like, wait, what was the question? (laughs) That's me all the time. (laughs) So my day and my story. So where do I even begin? I don't know how far back we're going to take this, but I started blogging. So I started a little secret blog in 2018 because I have been... I've been in the music industry and I've been a songwriter pretty much like really? half of my life. So, yeah. So I've been wow. in that setting and oh my gosh, that is not introvert friendly. Let me just tell you, there's like <laughs> events and like networking and it's like everyone has an agenda, you know, and it's just not, it was not for me at all. Um, so I've been in that space for, for a very long time. And I've also been in a band with two other guys and I've always felt like I don't really have anything for me. Like I knew I was always meant to be creative 
and to create something. And that for me for a while, for a long time was music. And I thought that I had to pursue music because that's what people expected from me. But I realized that I want to create something for myself. I want to create something else. And then one night I discovered the wonderful world of blogging back in 2018. I was just hanging out on Pinterest and I was just like, quit job. I was just like Googling, you know, um, yeah. random things. And then all these pins about how to start a blog, because this was at a time when blogging was really popular and people were making a lot of money blogging. And I was just like, what is this world? I'm intrigued. So I started clicking on some articles and reading and enrolling in a few courses. And then I got the guts to start my blog in secret. I may add, I was still hiding because I was I was so worried about what other people would think of me, like, who am I to do this? And I thought that the online space was just crowded with people that are confident and extroverted, and this isn't really the space for me. But I came to realize that this is, in fact, the perfect place for me. This is like, I get to potentially, you know, quit my job, work from my safe space in my pajamas, and not have to, you know, have meetings and interact yeah. with a lot of people. It sounds like I hate people. I don't hate people. I just like, I yeah. prefer, you know, one-on-ones and meeting with, you know, yeah. you already know this. Um, so, so yeah, I started my blog in secret and I did that for a while. Like I was blogging in secret about personal development at first because that's what I was really interested in. And that's what I tell all my students and clients is if you don't know where to start, just start with your passion. Like, what are you interested in? What are you reading? Like what books and, and articles and things, what do you Google? Like start with that and create content around that. So that's exactly what I did. And then I started to get all these questions about blogging and how to start a blog. So I pivoted to blogging about blogging, which <laughs> which a lot of people tend to do. But I really loved the business side of the online space, teaching that. And so I, I kind of find found my voice in that space and realized that a lot of the people who followed me were introverts, were like me. And, and so that's how that all unfolded. But it's been, it's been a long journey because I was so afraid of what other people thought for so long. Like, I think it took me, it was only really, 2021 was when I really showed up as myself because, I mean, I started to show up on stories. I started a YouTube channel in 2020, which is like, what in the world? Um, but so it was still very, I was still hiding, but I wasn't really talking to people in my real life about it. I'm like, what are you doing online, Mia? Like, no, don't, don't Google me. Don't look at me. <laughs> like, no, please go away. Um, so I was still dealing with a lot of mindset issues. And so it was only, you know, last year, I'm like, what, what year even are we in 2022? So last year that I started to show up as myself and started to embrace who I am and, you know, not trying to be Amy Porterfield and Marie Forleo and all of these other gurus mm. that I'd been listening to, because it's easy to like, kind of when you listen to someone for so long, you kind of start to sound like them. And it's just like, I caught myself in like, what? That, I would never say that. That's very unauthentic. And like, I started to like, see that, 
you know, this isn't really me because I was watching back my content and uh, I just had enough and I decided to show up. And, and yeah, I started to tell people in my real life about it. And this is a very long story. Like how (laughs) basically that's where I am now. Like I, I'm just all about, you know, empowering other introverts to really not do what I did and go into hiding for three years and then show up and do the thing and scale Mm. months and then quit your job. And, you know, it's, there's so much that can potentially hold us back, but it doesn't have to. And so I'm really, really passionate about helping other people skip the whole, I have to hide and I have to do this in secret because the truth is like most people, like your, your audience, they're going to connect with you. The sparks are going to fly when you are yourself, when you're showing up from an authentic place and not as someone you're not. And content creation becomes so much more fun when you're yourself because it's exhausting to pretend like you're someone else or, or hide or, you know, oh my gosh, I can't show my face. Like it's exhausting. And so, yeah, I just want to help people get over that and just show up as their funky ass selves online. (laughs) What do you feel like was, um, what influenced you in order to make that change and start to show up? I started working with a coach and I should have done this a lot sooner because I was doing this by myself. I was on my own and I didn't really have anyone to talk to about what I did online. Like nobody understood email marketing, why I need to have an email list and opt-ins. What is that? Like I had no one to talk to. And that was partly because I was so afraid of what other people thought of me that I just didn't want to discuss it. But I was feeling really lonely in entrepreneurship. And so I was, I would say like, just because we're introverts and we love being alone, it doesn't mean that we want to feel lonely. I think that's really Mm -hmm. important for people to understand. Like we don't just want to be Yeah, be by Mm -hmm. yourself all the time because it does take a toll on like your mental health and your well-being when you're like by yourself all day online, not talking to anyone. And so in 2021, I decided this is enough. I need accountability. (laughs) I need support. I need a friend, you know? And so I invested in a business coach for the first time. And honestly, it was a huge investment, but it was the best investment that I could ever make because she got me out of my comfort zone. She got me to show up and she asked me all the right questions. Like she just like reflected back to me what I was doing wrong and right, so to speak, because energetically, I really did have one foot in to my business and the dream life that I wanted to create for myself. And then one foot out worrying about what other people think, not showing up as myself. And so she was like, she was it. She was that pivotal Whenever I say pivot, I always think of Ross Geller and friends and like the couch up the stairs. <laughs> I just like can't get it out of my head. But that was the pivot for me uh, working with her. And so I changed my Instagram handle from She Dreams All Day, which is my company and my brand name. It's still my website. But I changed it to my name, Mia Brox. And that was a huge thing. Like I was so scared that people were going to find out and they're going to, you know, see what I was doing. And I was just so, I don't know why I was so ashamed because what I had created was pretty cool. And, yeah. and so when I did that, that was such a big deal. But honestly, you know what? Nobody even noticed. Like nobody <laughs> cared. Nobody followed. A few people followed actually. And they just messaged me and they were like, 
this, this is so cool. I didn't know you were doing this online thing. I'm like, oh, okay. So it's not, it's never as bad as we think it's going to be. Like people don't care Definitely. that much at all. Definitely. They, yeah. they more so care about themselves and how yeah. does what you're doing impact them? Yeah. I always say like, <laughs> you're more likely to trigger, you know, inspiration than a negative reaction. Like mm. they're more likely to think, oh man, I wish I could do that. Or something like that. I think that's really important to think about. So, so yeah, they never really care that much. So we shouldn't care what they think, you know, Susie from high school and all those. (laughs) (laughs) I love your website as well. Speaking of, um, I remember when you reached out and I jumped on your podcast, it's just, it's so cute and everything just flows so nicely and I love it. You've done such a good job with it. Thank you. And let me just say, it did not start out like that. It was very ugly in those first few (laughs) years, to be honest. I've been through a lot of different themes and colors. And I always like to say, like, don't wait to launch your website until you think it's perfect Mm -hmm. because it's really, it's never going to be. Like, I still tweak things till this day. So don't wait on that. I think I've updated mine, like, once a year since I've had my business. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I completely redone it. (laughs) Yes, yes. It's, like, never done. It's never-ending project. Mm. So I just mm-hmm. don't want that to hold people back because the website, yeah, yeah it's just, it's easy to get stuck into that design phase. Yeah. But, yeah. I can totally relate with like getting my first coach and then just like reflecting back and be like, why didn't I do this sooner? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, it's so powerful to have someone in your corner who really like, who really cares about your results and really cares about you and your business. It was not only did I get a coach, but I got a friend. And so just having someone to talk to about, you know, email marketing and like all of these online terms that people in our real lives, like I don't really have any entrepreneurial friends. Like none of the people in my real life are, they're online, but they, they don't have businesses. And so it's just so valuable to have someone who is cheering you on and, you know, giving you some action steps to take and a roadmap to follow and yeah, getting you to think about things that you didn't think to think about yourself, you know, because they've they've been there before. And I think if, you know, you're listening to this and you want to work with a coach, I think it's important to one, seek out someone who you, whose vibe you really like and like you love their energy, but also have a look at their results. Like most of the time, we, when we choose coaches, we most likely choose coaches who has the results that we want for ourselves. But mm-hmm. not only that, like, how do they get those results? What were the strategies that they use to get there? And the mindset shifts. I think it's really important to consider as well. And if that's something that aligns with you. So that's just a, like a little tip when it comes to hiring coaches. But yeah, Definitely. truly life-changing for me. I love that. So what do you feel like you do that's different? for your clients to get them to their first 10K months? Or do you have any tips for anyone listening? Yes. So I think, first of all, I, we need to release the the time frame, I think, because yeah. hitting, hitting the 10K month in, like, the 30 days, like, it doesn't work, you know? And I think it's beautiful to have a goal to make $10,000 per month. But I, I – and I – I'm so thankful and grateful for the fact that I'm able to do that and make that money now. But I think it's easy to get a little bit obsessed with making Mm -hmm. money online and making 
10K and setting monetary goals. I think I, yeah. I have caught myself thinking this way as well. Like I need to be careful not to set a monetary goal and then constantly obsessing over it because then you're coming from this scarcity place. You're, you're selling from lack and fear and like, I have to make 10 K months. And that's yeah. not the vibe. Like people, if you're, you're going out there with that energy, that desperate energy, that's not, mm -hmm. you know, so I have, I've had to caught myself, uh, catch myself in that as well. And so yes, 10 K months is amazing. And I think setting the intention that you want to make 10K is really important, but then also like reverse engineer that goal. What does it actually take? And do you actually need to be making 10K months? Because 10K is a lot of money. And if you're just starting your business, maybe it's not super realistic if you're making $0 right now to like, mm -hmm. in two months, I'm going to be making 10K dollars per month. Like that's not really... It's going to yeah. be hard for your brain to to understand. So I think also getting clear on your numbers, like what do you actually need to live a comfortable life and, you know, pay for your expenses and business expenses. But then also what do you need in order to live your dream life? Like get really clear on those numbers. So what I've actually done is create a spreadsheet for my, for my, what do I need? I actually don't need 10K. I think I need like, like four, <laughs> really, for being honest. Um, so what do I need? And then my dream life is another like tab in that Google sheet where I have like all my, you know, I want to travel. I want to invest in that coach. And I've literally put down the exact amount that that's going to cost me. And then just getting clear on what I need and what I would love to make. And so then when you know your numbers, it's easier to actually create a plan to mm -hmm. get to that goal. So if it's 5K, okay, what offers do I have? What's the price? You know, what's what's the number of my warm audience? And by warm audience, I mean, I, I tend to talk about warm audience and, you know, that's the people who watch your Instagram stories because all the people who follow you on Instagram, all the people who are on your email list, they're not opening your emails. They're not all watching your stories. So yeah. I like to take that number and then mm -hmm. multiply it by the price of your offers. And then you can start to see, you know, how many offers do I have to sell this month to be able to make that goal? And what can I do today, this week to sell and to provide more value? But of course, coming from that, this is fun. This is valuable. This is going to change your life energy and not, oh my gosh, I have to make rent. And oh my gosh, I have yeah. to months energy. I think that's really important to think about when you're showing up. Um, so, so that's how I, I make it tangible and actionable and not just like this big, like putting 10, 10K months on a pedestal because then mm. it's like, oh, you're up there and I'm down here and I don't have a plan. Like really create a plan and get to know your numbers is like the first thing that I would say. And be careful about setting monetary goals and constantly checking in. Yeah on what you're making and just focus more on, you know, providing value for your audience because that's what it really comes down to. Yeah. I actually did a post something like not on 10 K months, but on, um, creating content and just showing up when you need to sell yes. versus creating content that makes your audience want to buy. Yes. Like there's just such a big difference. And I think that's where people really get um, stuck in their head about showing up and selling because either they don't know what to say, so they're not talking about their offer at all, 
or they're only showing up to sell. Yeah. And then if you only show up to sell, it's like, it's that desperate energy again. Cause like Mm. I have to sell, I have to make, like, if we can just release that thought pattern of having to make money and just focus on value, I think, cause we're always going to, you know, be creating content and showing up for our audience. And so it doesn't really matter that you're in a launch and selling, like you should always show up and, and spread that value. So yeah. it's really important. I think that was a big mindset shift for me this year as well, working with a coach, just, she was like, you don't need to be like, oh, this week I'm, I'm going to be selling this. She's like, you know, you have this many offers. You should be talking about them daily or like every second day, just, and not in like a, this is my offer kind of way, but from a value and then be just be talking about it. Yes. I think a lot of people are also afraid to sell and afraid to come across as annoying and, you know, to sell too many, to to send too many emails and to constantly share their offers is scary, but it's really not like selling is just an invitation to join your party, like, and to get amazing value. Like, and you don't have to sell, like, as you said, you don't have to, this is my offer and this is the price and this is the link. You can just as you said, talk about the benefits, the transformation, and really connect to the pain points that they're currently feeling and want to overcome. And, you know, your offer Mm. being that solution for them. So selling is just an invitation and it it gets to be fun. And there's a way to do it in a way that feels good for you. I did have a coaching call. (laughs) I had a coaching call the other day. Um, and the beautiful lady was like, I only get one or two new leads a month from Instagram. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And how often do you talk about your offer? She's like, oh, once or twice a month. I'm like, so that's a really good confession. Then. That's like a hundred percent conversion That's amazing. Right I was like, so we need to ramp this up. <laughs> and if people get annoyed, then, you know, they're not your people. They'll just yeah. unfollow, unsubscribe and and most most of the time your audience won't mind that you're talking about your offers yeah. or sharing value, you know? They understand yeah. that you're a business, you're not a hobby, you have to sell your offers. Um, so exactly. that's really important to know as well. Exactly. So how are you at the moment juggling? You said you're pregnant you, and you mentioned as well before that you have had a baby yes. who's two. She's yeah, two. She's two years yes. old. So how, how are you juggling all of this? Because I am so tired, so I can't imagine oh. how you're feeling. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, thankfully, my little girl is in daycare during the day. So now I work from home um, and, you know, so I'm really intentional about how I spend my time and how I schedule my calendar. And I really need to practice to rest because Mm. this is an issue for me. Like ever since I quit my job, I'm like, there's always something to do when you're an entrepreneur, right? And really taking the time to look over the calendar and be like, where's the white space? Where can I rest? Because I'm pregnant. I'm a mom. Like I can't be on all of the times. So I've really had to work on this. This has been an issue actually yeah. <laughs> because like I love what I do and so it's so hard to disconnect. It's 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 been a struggle. But when, when she was little, it was actually it was actually really cuz when they're babies, they really don't do anything. They just sleep. And then just like they're not so I, I was working a lot when she was sleeping and napping when she was just a little baby. 
But then when she started to, you know, turn when she turned one and when she started walking and I was still home with her, I really needed to I got really good at being focused, like scheduling in. Okay, Joel, my partner, I'm going to take 45 minutes. You take care of our girl and I'm going to I'm going to work on the business. And I got so much done in those 45 minutes because I I, I had to like I yeah. I was really, really focused. And so no more procrastination. <laughs> yes, yes. And so that's what I did when I was home with her. And yeah, it's I mean, it is it is exhausting, like being pregnant and running a business. And uh, we talked about offline what well, was really online, but not <laughs> on the recording um, <laughs> the fact that. We both both felt very nauseous in the beginning of our pregnancies, and that was really hard because I was like I was launching, I was doing all of these things, and I really needed to to take a step away. And so mm-hmm. I actually did the summer. I took almost I think I took like almost two months off. I was still showing up on Instagram, and you know creating weekly content for. Um, the podcast, but I was just focusing on that. I was just focusing on content and not doing all the other stuff behind the scenes. Um, so I think it's really important to take breaks when your body mm. needs it because yeah, otherwise we won't function. But yeah, I definitely I'm, agree. I'm still very new at this. Like I really don't know if I have any tips <laughs> because of yeah. like every baby, every pregnancy is so different as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wish you the best of luck. <laughs> I hope, you know, we get good babies who sleep and don't, yeah. no, I'm just, I just keep telling him that you love sleep. You yes, love it. I love that. I'm sure you're going to have a very zen baby. You're very, like, calm and zen to me. I'm like, you're going to have, yeah, I bet you're going to have I hope baby. so, but my husband yeah. is very high energy. Yes. Mm. You know? You never know. <laughs> she might be the perfect combination, but yeah, he's he's very high energy. He's very extroverted, complete opposite. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. My my partner is actually introverted, <laughs> so we're yeah. both like, we're like, we actually, um, we actually planned a trip to London in November. Uh, this month, but we didn't go because we're like, no, let's just stay home. And like, it's too stressful. We need to rest. Like we're very much alike, which is, which can be not very good because then you just stay home all the time and it's good to get out sometimes, you know? Mm. Um, but yeah, (laughs) that's what he is good for. Like he, he will make sure, I don't know when we first started dating, I was super, super shy. So everyone, everyone just thought that I was a bitch because they thought Mm. that you know, I didn't talk to them. I didn't say hello or anything. So they were like, oh, she's just, she's just a bitch. So whatever. <laughs> we started dating and he really make, made me get out of my comfort zone. And we travel, we did lots of traveling together and he would always make me go order the food or go make me wow. check in or like start those conversations. Like he would make me do that when we stayed at backpackers. <laughs> He'd be like, okay, so tonight you're going to introduce us to everyone and like just really push me oh out of my comfort zone. <laughs> It was good though. Like it, it yeah, made me good. made me do stuff. Me and my yeah. partner, we argue like, okay, who's gonna talk to the check-in person? Like, I don't want to. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Uh, sometimes it's really challenging to be an introvert in a relationship with another introvert and having to deal with all of these like social interactions. And our kid is not an introvert so far. So 
<laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll be interested to see what she's like. I feel like she'll be yeah. a perfect balance of yeah. both, but we'll see. My my dog's introverted, so oh, interesting. <sighs> yeah, That's so cute. It's cute, super cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, well, thank you so much for all of your tips. I have one more question for you. Yes. Um, if you can recommend us any books, I know I said one, but you don't have to do just one. <laughs> oh my God. I, I, you asked me this in the beginning, like try to think of a book and now I'm like, Oh, but I want to, I want to recommend that book and that book. But honestly, like my favorite book over the years have been, has been big magic by Elizabeth mm, Gilbert. I, I think yes. I think it's so beautiful. Like, and she, I listened to that book when I started my blog, and so she's just been like a voice in my head, like mm. throughout this whole journey. And she writes so beautifully, and it's not necessarily about business or anything. It's just about the beautiful world of creativity and what it is and how it works. And it's just, I, I just loved. I I love how she picks her words and it's just such a beautiful book. I think anyone who's in the creative space will absolutely love it if they have not read it or listened to it. I really recommend listening to it because she has a very soothing voice. Like I mm. I am not a fan. I'm just going to have to say it. Like I am not a fan of Audible because yeah. most of the time the person who reads or narrates the book is like sounds like a robot. I this always have the, to preview it oh first. Oh my god, I can't like there's before so buying books, it. Yeah, there's so mm. many books that I want to like listen to. It would be so product like productive to actually listen to it and not have to like sit down and read. But the voice I just can't deal with. But hers, yeah. she actually narrates herself, and so yeah, I really recommend listening to it. I love that book so much, yeah, and cool. I loved it so much. I bought it for my whole team as Christmas presents last year. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, yeah, it's great. Yes. This is great. She has written it so well as well. Like it, you yeah. just, you can't put it down. I love books I like that. It just flows and the words like, oh, oh yeah. I love her. I love her so much. She's, she's amazing. <gasps> oh, amazing. Thank you so much. And thanks for sharing your story and some of your wisdom with us. Um, it was great to learn a little bit about how you started and how you help others. And tell us a little bit more about this program that you have launched and how someone can work with you. Yay. Well, first of all, thank you so much. This has been so fun. I love, I love chatting with you. Um, so Cozy Business Academy is my group mentoring program. So basically the vibe of this program is helping you transition from your nine to five to the cozy pajama lifestyle. So it's like the business foundation stuff. It's the audience building, visibility, confidence, really working on your self-love practice as an introvert in business, like all the things. Um, so I'm very, very excited about that. So if, I mean, the best place to find me is my website, shedreamsallday.com or Mia mm -hmm. Brox on Instagram. I love showing up on stories and connecting with you. So yes, I love all of your stories. Yay! <laughs> um, I'll make sure that I link both your Instagram and your website in the show notes so that if anybody is listening and they'd love to connect, they can easily do so. But thank you so much again. I will definitely chat to you on Instagram. I can't, I still can't believe that we're going to be giving birth pretty much at the same time. So crazy. <laughs> I feel like with the time difference, we'll just, it will happen It'll be the on the same, same day. day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ella. I'm talking to you. Thank you. And thank you for listening. 
if you have liked this episode, then please leave a little review. Otherwise, I'll chat to you in the next one. Bye.